a listener exclusive. From the Penguin Parade at Phillip Island to that new building development in the middle of Warrigal, this is Talking Gippsland with Ed Cowlishaw. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Gippsland. In the next couple of episodes, we're going to highlight some of the best young junior footballers that we have within our region, as Draft Class 2022 for the AFL is set to be unfolded. Today, we catch up with young Jacob Constanti, a lad that hails out of Druin, prides himself on his tackling and defensive efforts, and doesn't mind a little bit of niggle in the game of AFL footy. He's had a dalliance with the round ball game, finished off his studies for year 12, and now focused firmly on setting his sights on the big league of the AFL. Sit back, relax and get your footy fix here on Talking Gippsland as we catch up with Gippsland Power's Jacob Constanti. Hey Jacob, pleasure to catch up with you mate. There's a lot going on in your life at the moment and for those listening at home or in the car, if you don't know much about Jacob's work, he's been starring with the Gippsland Power this year. Really come on in leaps and bounds, no doubt about that, as you would have heard with our uh, Gippsland Power chats with Rip McLennan. Uh, but Jacob, it's been a, a highly successful year, I think, from a power standpoint, but also for you personally. How did you find the year 2022 with your footy? Yeah, the year 2022 has been really good. I think it's been really fun with the Gippsland Power and going through Vic Country. And I think, you know, I've been part of success through Gippy Power didn't just didn't get into the granny but it's been a really good year and really good year for me so it's been good fun the aim of Gippsland Power is to get you guys drafted that's the whole aim or representing the big V of the country and all that sort of stuff how did you find it as a player because it's hard not to get caught up when you you guys are so tight you're on an unbelievable run and you want to play finals and you want to win the thing as well how do you manage the expectations of that as a player looking ahead to November for the draft but also Hey, I want to win this thing. Yeah, it's hard. I guess um, it's about I guess trusting the process, trusting trusting your coaches, trusting Gippsland Power. I think you know if you play your role, you're going to have moments moments where you're going to shine, and I think you got to stick to that and try win, and you're going to get the best out of yourself from doing that. What was your highlight this year? The game where you just went, yeah, that was decent. That was a decent game. I'm pretty happy with that. You got to you got to have a little bit of swagger about yourself, especially if you're kicking goals, mate. Um, yeah, I had a big country trial game where I kicked four goals. Yeah, and, um, it was it was just a really like it was a really good game for me, and it sort of yeah yeah sort of set me up really well. So so you walked off the field going right. You were in a big V, and you're just going. Yeah, that was pretty good. And you knew that people were watching as well. Under pressure individually to perform, it must have been pretty cool. No, yeah, it was pretty good. I remember kicking a goal on the boundary and just looking at the Freo recruiter, just nodding my head like, (laughs) (laughs) nodding my head like, yeah, that was good. It's hard to miss that purple in the stands, isn't it? Especially when it's a little bit sparse and things like that. And And that's the thing as well. So when you get home, how have the family been helping you through the last couple of years of footy? Yeah, the family's been really supportive, really good for me. I think a um, big part of me is I sort of like to take control of what I'm trying to do. So um, I'm a bit private, sort of stick to stick to what I'm doing and probably don't share as much to the family. But um, oh, right. yeah, I don't know. I just like to keep things to myself and just stay focused on what I'm trying to do and sort of just keep that background noise 
out and just try is that about the family it. gossip because i think we all have families where they get a little bit there's some people that get a little bit too excited or gran or mum or dad might start blast, blasting thing is it trying to just stay in your bubble is that what you're trying to yeah, do yeah yeah just try to stay focused i think um especially early on i probably had a bit of a slow start to the year and just had just had heaps of noise like you're not going to get drafted and you know you need to play better and i just you know that's just background noise for me and i just got to stay focused so yeah, that's what it was about. Jake McConstandy's joined us. We're talking Gippsland Power. Of course, he's had a wonderful season and possible AFL draftee uh, with the November draft coming away, national draft, rookie drafts and all these other drafts, pre-season drafts coming up. Bang, 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 28, 29 and 30. Make sure you check your local guides for details on that. AFL.com and all the reporters, and I know a few of uh, the lads there, Mitch Cleary and Cal Toomey and all that sort of stuff. I've worked with them in the past. They get very excited when they see a player pop up from a different sporting background. Oh, boy, oh, boy, do they get excited going, oh, he's got a basketball background. Yeah, we all know what that means. He's got a soccer background or football background here, and that's where you come in, Jacob, as well. You love the round ball game, don't you? Um, I did. Yeah, okay, I did. right, stop, time out. <laughs> what happened? Because something's happened here where... You're madly passionate about it, and then all of a sudden, bang, you've changed to an overball. What happened? Oh, well, firstly, I started with the um, overball, and I sort of got into soccer to help my help my footy. Right. So that's how it all started. And then, yeah, soccer took off took off really well and was yeah. going really good and was playing big country in that. And then um, 2020, when there was COVID, there was no soccer through Melbourne, but the Gippsland League was still running. So Drawn Footy Club reached out to me. I played three games for them. Kicked a few goals and then, yeah, decided to get back into it. You and your goals, mate. You and your goals. It's incredible, isn't it? So were you going on par with one another and then soccer sort of jumped up a little bit at one stage? Because I want to set the record straight here that, oh, this isn't a code hopper and all that sort of stuff. Because that's how the media works, mate. They jump on this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess it sort of just, yeah, just got into soccer to improve my footy and it just took off really early. So I just thought I'd it was just the best decision at the time and I thought I'd give it a crack. Kevin Sheen's going to say, oh, he's very much like this and that and this and that and all that sort of stuff. How do you model your game? Because the game is changing all the time from midfield to smalls and everything like that. Who do you model yourself on? Oh, I like to think I'm a bit of Tom Papley. Oh, think, Paps. You know, I think, yeah, I see a lot of, lot of myself in him. And, yep. um, even Robbie Gray, I get compared to him a fair bit. So, yeah, they're the sort of two that I like to watch and like to take things from. And like to work yourself into the midfield down the track? I mean, yeah. that, like, where do you feel as though you can settle in? Because you mentioned Paps there. Broke my heart as a Melbourne supporter in that <laughs> uh, semi-final or qualifying final. But he um, he can go into the midfield at times, but does it probably, I reckon, 80-20 uh, forward to mids. What would you like to do? Yeah, I think that's, that's what eventually I could get into. I think um, starting off with my AFL career, I think I'll be playing a lot more just pressure forward, small forward, and then eventually just build into that midfield and, you know, just, yeah, have that versatility to go either. So whatever the team wants. When did you know it was starting to get serious? Because you start having meetings with clubs, scouts, things like that. Can you remember your first meeting with an AFL club? Yeah, so last year after the under-17s fit country, we had, um like, it was like um first, it was like club interviews Face to face, and you you got a schedule of what clubs that um wanted to speak to you at like what time. So, my first one was Carlton, 
and I was really nervous for that and that was um that was really good and then you know I had a couple of my I think I had doggies next and I'm a doggies fan really cool and yeah it was a good experience early on yeah they were up and about uh last year there's no doubt about that they were barking and now middle of the road so that maybe works into your favor <laughs> from a draftee <laughs> perspective you've now met 17 of the club 17 out of 18 do you get used to the interviews or do you still get those nerves of going right I have to put on my best performance but you know that a zinger could be coming left, right, and centre here. Um, a lot of it's just pretty much repeating yourself to every single club. Yep. But um, <laughs> look at you, media trainer. Hey? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been good. I think um, there's been a few different ones. Like I had a Zoom meeting the other day with a mindset performance coach, and that was that was new, and that was a good experience. So yeah, it was good fun. Your spot is probably late teens, early 20s. Is that what they're saying? I don't know. I just keep reading Cal Toomey saying, look, uh, Jacob will probably go in that marker there. So that's the end of the first round and start of the second. How do you prepare yourself to go right wherever, whenever? Yeah, look, I sort of just, um, I'm just preparing myself to whatever happens, just give it my best shot and, you know, have that mindset to just stay focused and get better every single day. So that's what I'll work for and, you know, I'll just give it a crack. If you don't get drafted... Who's supporting you around this area there? And I guess, what are your plans in that for 2023? Or have you not thought about it? Um, yeah, look, to be honest, I haven't thought that much yeah. about it. I've sort of been pretty set on, you know, I'm just going to give it my best shot and try mm-hmm. to get drafted. But you've got a support network at Gippsland Power and Vic Country that yep. talk you through it. And, um, you know, if I didn't get drafted, I would be playing, hopefully be playing on a VFL list and then being playing Gippsland Power as a 19-year-old. So... That would be the aim, but um, yeah, you would have to just go through a different pathway like the VFL. Who's around you? Who are the mates around you that are going, yep, look, they're going to celebrate this in a big way. Uh, they're going to go off to schoolies and you're going to go to a preseason. Yeah, um, well, we've got sort of different friendship groups. Yep. Like I've got um, I've got a f- lot of mates in Druin and whatnot. So. Name drop them, name drop them. They're going to get a, <laughs> a plug Yeah, in. one of my close mates, Zane Atkins, he had um, schoolies. He won't be able to come draft nut to my house. Yeah, a lot of my mates are at schoolies, unfortunately, but... Yeah, it is what it is. That's so. all right. Some get schoolies, some get an AFL career. You know, it's, it happens all the time. Yeah. I know. I think it was 1999 at St Kevin's. Ryan O'Keefe got drafted, and everyone went absolutely burko uh, at Skevs. And he's one of the most serious dudes going around. There's no mm. doubt about that. Um, but everyone around him partied. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt yeah. about it. Jacob, it's a pleasure to catch up with you, getting some insights to you as well. And I guess, what are your plans for draft night? Um, yeah, so I'm sort of on the verge of first night and second night. So first night's top 20. Yeah, I think I'll just have it at my sister's Sarah's house. And yeah, if I don't get picked up on that night, I might just have it at like the Drum Footy Club and just get Drum <laughs> Footy Club draft night. It's going to be, uh, yeah, there's going to be some noise down there. Will you have your bags packed? Because I've heard stories of interstate clubs selecting players and then literally a car picks them up in like three hours and bang, you're <laughs> off to off to wherever you are, breakfast point up at GWS or up to the Gold Coast and things like that. Do you have to be that prepared? Um, a little bit. I think you sort of go in two days, two days after or three days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would be good fun. So see what happens. Oh, mate, see what happens. Look at you with a media lingo. <laughs> we won't get much out of Jacob. Mate. We'll have to twist his arm a little bit. Mate, we're right behind you. The Dream Footy Club are right behind you. And I've got uh, some people down there that are pretty cock-a-hoop about where you're travelling uh, with your footy as well. Uh, love to the family and... All the best for your journey, mate. Um, hopefully it's a real 
injury free yeah. and a pleasure for for next however long and uh, you have every success in the future well done yeah thank you thanks for having me on Jacob Constandy they're joining us of course possible AFL draftee November 28 29 and 30 those are the key dates there for our youngsters of course draft night uh, national draft will be on the 28th and uh, who knows where young Jacob will end up personally I'd like him in red and blue just the demons colours there but maybe he would like a slice of white in there as well for the doggies you'll have to wait and see of course and we'll catch up with Bailey Humphrey as well uh, a little bit later on and talk about his journey towards the bright lights of the AFL. A listener production.